Welcome back to the New York City Daily Lab podcast, The Daily Chomp. Welcome back. I'm your host, Cameron Hall, and today will be another installment of Premier League Fantasy and Predictions. Starting off on Saturday, our first game of the day at 7.30 will be Chelsea versus Leicester. This is a very interesting game. Uh, two really good teams. I think the only difference between them right now is in the style that they're playing right now. Leicester, they do look awful, and honestly, a lot of the games they've played, they've looked slow. They haven't performed to their abilities. They have a very good squad, and this is very known, especially with the likes of a midfield of Tielemans, Madison, and Ndidi. But I think through injuries and other stuff, they've, they've really fallen off, honestly. Like, especially compared to the last two seasons where they barely missed out on the Champions League, and now they're, you know, mid-table. So I, I see this as an easy 2-0 win for Chelsea, especially with Lukaku and Werner being back. They're going to have their goal-scoring threat, and they can definitely avoid what happened to Burnley against them. The second game is Aston Villa versus Brighton. And I think this one is very interesting because... My original prediction was for Brighton to win this game. However, Steven Gerrard just got appointed as their manager from Rangers, and honestly, I think that he could really do a job here. I think with the quality of players that they have at the moment, it's just something that you can see happening. Brighton have looked very good this year, obviously, but not in the sense that they can, you know, grind wins out like that, like the rest of the top four. And that's clear because of, you know, they've obviously fallen off, especially position and points-wise. So honestly, I give this might be the this is my key match, like shock of the week is Aston Villa two, Brighton one. I know Aston Villa have played awful, but that new manager boost can really add a lot of oomph to a lot of teams, especially a team like. Like Aston Villa that is loaded with talent. The third game of the day will be Burnley versus Crystal Palace and honestly uh, Patrick Vieira he, he's done an amazing job so far taking over from Roy Hodgson who built him an okay team but honestly a lot of people had them as relegation favorites coming into this season you know or you know Zaha was gonna have to carry them again but now you've seen you know with Odyssey Edouard, uh, Connor Gallagher and Zaha, you have these players that, you know, were seen as good, yes, but not like they're going to, you know, be getting Crystal Palace consistent points to now that, you know, this is really easy to call. Even though Burnley did just draw to Chelsea, I do believe that was more unlocked than the actual play of Burnley, and they literally had, like, one chance compared to Chelsea's 20-something, and that's just bad on Chelsea's part for not scoring. So, honestly, I give this a nice easy 2-0 win to Crystal Palace. Uh, maybe 2-1, I don't know. Burnley do have a very good habit of managing to sneak in some goals sometimes. Our third game of the week is, or sorry, fourth game, is Newcastle versus Brentford. This one is interesting because if you would ask me this game a month ago, Brentford 5-0. I, I mean, Brentford looked amazing at the beginning of the season, but now they just look very, like, down in the mud. They look like all the championship team that they are, especially compounded by their loss to Norwich. I mean, I think that just adds the icing on the cake that if you're being beat by Norwich right now, you are the worst team in the Premier League. However, Newcastle are basically equal at this point. I, I think this will be, you know... Probably the two worst teams in the Premier League right now, you know, except Norwich. But Norwich is getting a new manager in Dean Smith, who is a very good manager. I just, it's hard for me to say who can win this, but I think Brentford will win 3-1. I think this will be their bounce back game. Newcastle looked awful. Well, yes, they do have Eddie Howe at the helm now. It's just unfathomable to see that they can win. And I mean, watching this Newcastle side play, especially in their game against teams like Chelsea, I just could not put any merit on them winning. Brentford have had some very good moments this season, and I think this will, you know, put them through over a Newcastle side who really hasn't had an interesting result all season. 
The next and fifth game of the day will be Norwich versus Southampton. Again, I don't really have to say much. You know, the, every time Norwich plays, they lose. And the only time they win is to either championship sides like Brentford or, you know, to I'd imagine Newcastle. But this is probably going to be 3-0 for Southampton. Southampton have looked okay. They've had a lot of draws this season. But I think, you know, James Ward-Prowse, Salasu, and a lot of their other good players that I have in my fantasy team personally, I, I think they will pull through in the end. Uh, another game, Watford versus Man United. And this game is interesting in the fact that not like, you know, Watford are going to win. They're obviously not going to win. Man United have too much star power. I mean, they've got Ronaldo, for Christ's sake. But I think that this will be interesting because I think that Watford have had their moments, especially against Everton and that 5-2 win. And I think that Man United are on, on just such a downwards trend that, like, I think 3-1. I think that United will concede. Their defense has looked, you know, all the bit that it was not. Like, during the Euros, you know, players like Luke Shaw and Harry Maguire were very bigged up, and they did very well for England in that tournament. But I think it does prove the point, especially with the way that Oli manages, that, you know, his defense hasn't done well. And they seem to lack character about them and to have a, you know, sense of defensiveness. I, especially after watching that Liverpool game, you can tell that Manchester United are very just... Like, they have no sense of how they are playing. It's almost like each player is playing, you know, for themselves in their own way. So I see that basically as it's... Yeah, so obviously it's going to be a win for United. But I think that they'll have to earn it. And I think that, especially with Fraser Foster in some good form, you know, a very good person, a very good, you know, I personally like him as a player and as a channel user. I think that he will, I don't think, I think he'll struggle a bit, but I think honestly he's in very good form. The Watford back line, they've been getting better. Their attack, obviously they've got some stars like Ismaili Asar, who, who I think will nick a goal in this game. But, yeah, I think that Man United, you know, for all their troubles this season, they have enough quality to pursue through this game. Like, it, this should not be a loss. And, honestly, I think if that Ali even gets a draw here, he will be sacked. I think there's no doubt about that because that would be the ultimate, like, okay, we don't have an identity. We need a new manager for the Manchester United board. Our next game, a very interesting one, actually, Wolves versus West Ham. And this one, I really like West Ham this season, especially watching their game against Liverpool twice, actually. I just, they look so good. And they look like they've, they look like what Man United isn't. They look like an absolute unit that plays on that counterattack. They remind me of 2016 Leicester, the way they play, the quality of players they have, you know, and, but Wolves, on the other hand, have actually had a very, I think they've won a lot of their games they're unbeaten for a bit now and they had a very poor start to the season but now they look absolutely amazing with their players and especially considering that they had a, a bit of an exodus during the window and didn't really sign much or they you know signed players like Huang Hee Chan who didn't score a single goal in the Bundesliga last season which is considered an easier league yet he comes to England and he's bagged a couple already so since Wolves are at home at the Molyneux I I think this will be 2-2. I think it'll kind of show that West Ham obviously aren't going to be like these title challenging people that a lot of people seem to want to be bigging them up as right now. But I also think that both teams have a lot of quality. And the my other key match of the week and what we're going to round up for Saturday is Liverpool versus Arsenal. Now this one is very interesting for the reason that Liverpool have looked shaky. They are not the same team that won the Premier League two years ago. 
this team now is they they're good, especially Mohamed Salah. But you know they have weaknesses, and there's stuff you can notice where like Van Dyke is not an impenetrable defender anymore. Robertson and Alexander Arnold get caught out a lot more, and they can't really play up the field as much as they'd like because you know they get exposed by counterattacking teams. And we saw this with West Ham, and Arsenal are the definition of a counterattacking team. They like to defend deep and just push, get the ball forward. And with the talents they have, Smith Rowe, Aubameyang, Saka, Martinelli, you know, you just see this team that this is going to be a tough game for Liverpool. However, I do think Liverpool will prevail. I think it'll be 3-2, but honestly, this could be a Premier League classic. This could be like a 3-3, you know, last-minute winner from one of the sides. But... Trusting my better judgment, I think I'll give this one to Liverpool. I think that they will have a very hard time. But I think the thing that West Ham had that Arsenal don't is a certified back line of proven Premier League defenders. You know, I like Ben White. I like Callum Chambers. I think that they are, you know, good English center backs. But in reality, they're average. They're not going to blow your socks off. So I think that's kind of the syndrome that Arsenal have is that they play very good counterattackings. They just need more defensive boosts. Our two Sunday games will be Manchester City versus Everton, which this is another interesting one. You have Rafa Benitez uh, going to face Pep Guardiola, so you have two very good managers. I think the difference is, though, is that Everton are without their main strikers. They have no DCL. They have no Richarlison. So with that in mind, even if one of them is fit, I just don't see them scoring. And I think that Man City have had, you know, some tough games recently. So I think that Man City will win it 1-0. I think it'll be one, like, 50-second-minute goal from Bernardo Silva that will, you know, put them through uh, and get them the three points that they need because they actually really do need it right now, considering their slip-ups to teams like Crystal Palace. So I think it'll be 1-0. Everton will defend well for a while, though. I kind of rate Everton's defense, to be honest. Our last game of the week and the game week um, is Tottenham versus Leeds. Now, this one, I have, is probably my other upset match. I do not like the way Tottenham look right now. Tottenham, they just are kind of like United in the sense that they don't have a lot of character. You know, like, Conte's here now, and his first game, he winds up conceding two to, you know, a Dutch club in the Premier, in the Premier League, in the Dutch division. And... They're not even good in the Dutch division. So, for me, I just see this as, you know, 2-1 to Leeds. I, I have a feeling that Leeds will do very well. Especially with Romero uh, being injured on duty for Argentina. I think that they'll struggle defensively. And Harry Kane has scored seven goals, but they've also been against Albania and, uh, and San Marino. So, I don't know if I can trust the attack to deliver. But I think that this is my another upset of the week. I think Leeds take this big three points for them, and Tottenham will be basically last year's Arsenal. Now, on to the fantasy part of my predictions. Uh, I've earmarked one player for each team that I think will pick up some good points this weekend and that you should put in your fantasy Premier League team. Um, however, for some teams, if I foresee them doing really badly, I'm not going to tell you to pick a player from their team. Uh, it's just redundant, and, you know, at the most, they're getting five points, and... So, my first prediction will be uh, for Chelsea, and it'll be Mason Mount. 
Uh, I've liked the form that he's been in recently, especially that hat trick against Norwich. Um, he's a very good player. You know, a lot of people rate him. I personally, as a Chelsea fan, I personally really like him as a player. And I think, you know, a goal and an assist is on the market for him. I think he's that creative spark that really keeps, you know, him, Hudson-Odoi, and Pulisic, and all those players, you know, they are the creative sparks for the Chelsea strikers to score. So I think that... Chelsea have struggles scoring and stuff, but I think that Mount will be in some very good areas and will pop up, and he'll do very well against a very slow uh, Leicester defense that has been struggling as of recently. Uh, I have nothing for Leicester. I think they will do very poorly that game, to be honest. I think they'll be lucky to get out 2-0. Uh, for Aston Villa, I'm going to go, I think, Leon Bailey. Um... And I think he'll get a goal or an assist at one or the other. I think he will do well. I like him as a player. I really rated him coming out of the Bundesliga. And, you know, he's one of those players that, like, he's built for Premier League, you know. A lot of Bundesliga players come out and come to the Prem. And what winds up happening is that, you know, they go on a thing. They have a crappy kind of first season. But I think Bailey, minus his injury so far, will have a good season so uh, for Brighton, I'm going to put Trossard. Again, goal slash assist. Trossard has looked very good. Uh, I like him as a player. I think he's a very nifty player. And I think that he fits Brighton's system very well. And that he's been a good attacking outlet for them this year. So I would not be surprised. Uh, for Burnley, I've got nothing. I don't really think their defenders would do well or attackers. Uh, and one of my star players for the week, Saha, I think he will do very well against the defense of Burnley. I think that he will get around a lot of players, pick up a lot of points for dribbling, and I think that he will also get a goal slash and assist. I think it'll most likely be a goal because Zaha does have a you know a happen to pop up with a lot of those stuff when it comes to goals, and I think that he'll do well. Uh, for Newcastle, I put Sam Maximan, but that's only because I really like Sam Maximan as a player, and I think he can be a game changer. I don't think he will be in this game against Brentford, but you never know, and I think the goal's on the card, and if there's going to be any goal that comes for Newcastle, it's going to be through Sam Maximan, because honestly, he is one of the best one-to-one -one dribblers in the Prem, up there with Zaha and a bunch of, and Salah and a bunch of other people. So I think that he will have an okay game. For Brentford, my other star player of the week, which I personally have in my team, is even Tony. Uh, I think he'll do well. I think he'll score two against a, you know, demoralized Newcastle side. I think he'll do well. And I really rate him as a player as well, coming out of the championship. He's one of those players that, again, he looks built for the Premier League. And he's already copped up with a couple goals. So I could really see him always with a couple of goals. And I think he just looks very good this season. Uh, for Norwich, I've put nobody. Again, you can't really say anything, you know. I don't like their attack. I don't like their defense. I don't like their keepers. I think that all around, they're just a very bad team to put in your fantasy league. And I think most people would agree with me on that point. Uh, for Southampton, I like Adam Armstrong. I think that, you know, I think it'll be more of a team effort from Southampton. Like, maybe a defender gets on the score sheet, maybe an own goal. But I think that Armstrong will at least get an assist. I, I really do like him. For Watford, as I said earlier, I think Fraser Foster. I think he will make, I think, considered even if Watford do lose this game, I think he will make some very good saves, pick up some points, you know, maybe save a penalty like he did against Arsenal. Uh, I rate him as a player and just as a human being as well. I think he's an absolutely amazing person and a YouTuber. So if you haven't, you should look up the Cycling GK. He's a very good YouTuber to watch and, you know, he's a real, real person. So, for personal and for actual reasons, I really like him this game. 
Uh, for Wolves, I actually put Jimenez. I think Jimenez is one of the most underrated strikers in the Prem right now, just for the fact that, you know, he picked up that very tragic head injury last year that ruled him out for literally the entire year. I'm very happy to see that he's recovered fully from that, and it's very good, you know. We don't like to see players out injured for that long, and, you know, it's sad that he didn't get to play for a year, but at the same time, you know, I'm happy to see him back, and you know what? He's my last, you know, key player of the week. I think he will score two goals for them. For West Ham, I've put down Jared Bowen. Um, he's, I love Jared Bowen. Honestly, I think he is a very underrated right mid for Fantasy League because not only does he like get up the pitch and is he, you know, he's in the box and he's getting crosses and goals and stuff, but he's also back defensively. He puts in a very good defensive shift and that helps him pick up a lot of points in Fantasy League as well because when you have these like kind of box to box, I guess it wouldn't be box to box as much, but like, you know, constantly up and down the right flank. They pick up a lot of points. They get a lot of passes, lots of touches. So I think he will, you know, eight, nine points at the minimum. For Liverpool, I've put down Mane, a goal and assist. I just say this because I've constantly kept putting down Salah. And uh, I watched the West Ham game, and Salah really failed to make a lot of stuff. Mane also did miss a sitter, but I think that Mane will have a good game. I think that he'll get a goal and assist. And for Arsenal, I've put down Saka because he is one of those key components in that counter-attacking football. He looks absolutely amazing on the counter. He's very good at dribbling. He can get past players easily, and plus he's very rapid. So I, I put him down for like seven points to get an assist. Um, for Man City, I've actually put Edison. Uh, I think that he will keep a clean sheet. His distribution gets him a lot of points. He's a very, he's a favorite for a lot of uh, Premier League fantasy teams because he does just get so much distribution that he just gets, you know, even if he loses a game 3-0, you know, you can still see him with five points, which I think is very cool. And it's nice to see that, that you know, keepers have evolved from just to save the shot to this guy, you know, has gotten, is playing balls up the field and is creating goals, basically. For Everton, I've put down uh, uh, Michael Keane. He's like a B-Tech average. He, he's a B-Tech English defender. I rate him in the sense that like, I think he will do well, especially since you know they don't have a recognized striker. I think that he can definitely bully Gabriel Jesus into you know struggling for a lot of chances that game. For Tottenham, I've put down Son. Again, I think that Kane, honestly, after playing two international games in a row, I think he'll be very tired. And I think that, like, yes, he did score a lot, they're against lower teams. And I also think that since Conte just came here, he'll kind of have that syndrome of just like, you know, the first game he played obviously wasn't a very good game. They basically almost drew to Vitesse. And I think what's going to happen this game now is that you're going to see a drop-off in where Kane just needs a rest. He really does. And honestly, if Conte plays him, I don't think that's a good place for him mentally because he's playing three games rapidly in a row, and I don't think it will do well for his fitness. And for Leeds, I've put down Rafinha. I really like Rafinha not as a player. He is perfect player for me he's got dribbling he's strong on the ball he's got an assist and you know he's like one of those players that like even when leads are doing very awfully this season he can stand out and i think he will be one of the key players in this win for them i think that he will score a very nice goal or get a very nice assist either with his dribbling and to kind of like also with the you know zaha point i think he will rinse the tottenham fullbacks because Tottenham's fullbacks are not up to snuff this season. I don't rate Emerson. He didn't play very well for Batiste and, you know, basically got double traded in the summer somehow. He went to Barca and then Barca had to sell him because of their financial woes. And I just don't rate a lot of their other fullbacks. So I think that Rafinha will have a very good game.